So welcome back to the Expert Edge. Today, we're gonna to do th something really different. In fact, I've never done this before. Uh, we are currently running a training series. It's a workshop series called Selling from Virtual and Live Stages. Uh, and I know that there are a bunch of podcast listeners like yourself. And I know for me, sometimes I like to consume my content via podcast. Sometimes it's e even easier. So I wanted to make sure that you didn't miss out on anything. As a podcast listener, I'm going to be actually recording a special uh, experience on the podcast of the Selling from Virtual and Live Stages training series. So I'm going to be going through session one, session two, and session three, and they're going to be released across this week. They're going to be released one day after I deliver the live version of it in the actual training series itself. So you can still have time to opt in to the training series because there is a whole bunch of other things that you can get a hold of there. There is workbooks, um, there's obviously a lot of slides, um, interaction with me, all sorts of stuff. So definitely go and check that out or at least opt into it so you get all of that content. The link is down below or you can just go to colinboyd.co forward slash stages and that will redirect to uh, opt in for free. So let's get started into this training series. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So the big idea is how do you develop a high converting presentation that when you deliver it, it gets you clients every single time. I see this happen over and over again with my students. It's happened in my life and I wanna take you through the process of how to do that for yourself. So this training that we're gonna do, these three-part trainings, this is gonna be really good for you if you are a, you're a coach, you're a course creator, um, you're a content creator, maybe you're an online educator, anyone in this you know, online course creation space or the coaching space or you're a speaker and you wanna learn how to become more confident to communicate your message from a stage and get clients. Now, what you're gonna learn in this training series is very different to anything I think that you see a lot of the time out there because what I'm gonna share with you is not theory. This is not just knowledge, this is knowing. These are, these are proven methods that I've used over and over again with my clients, uh, including the biggest names in the world to actually get results. So it's gonna be a new way. It's not gonna be the old way of like the, the pushy, salesy kind of style. I know for me, when I first started going to conferences and watching people uh, sell from stage when they actually made an offer, and this is at a live conference, to be really frank, I didn't like the way that they did it. Now, sure, they made some sales, but for me, there was like this incongruence. And I would watch it and I, like I would feel like I needed to have a shower after I went to the presentation. And this is the thing that I know about you is you probably have felt the same. And in fact, what I find is that, you know, the students, the people who resonate with me, they don't want to be like that. Like they don't want to be pushy and salesy. They actually want to do it in a way that's really authentic. Now, when it comes to designing a high converting presentation, you might be thinking that 
maybe for some of you, you might be telling yourself, oh, Colin, I'm really new to this. Like I, I've never delivered something before. First of all, I want to say, if you've never delivered this before, you're in the right place because I think it's better to know how to do it from the start than to just like give it a go and then work it out along the way because that's, that's definitely the hard way, the slow way and the most painful way. Another thing is maybe you've tried a webinar before. Maybe you've tried to run a webinar and it didn't go how you wanted it, wanted it to be. Maybe you had a, a speech or a presentation that you gave and it didn't go how you wanted it to go. I want to remind you that your past isn't your future. And, and for me, what I've discovered through human behavior, studying um, high-performance human behavior, is that the result that you got is a result of the strategy you used. So in other words, when you use a different strategy, you're going to get a different result. And so acknowledge the fact that maybe it didn't work out the way that you wanted it to, but that just means you just weren't using the right strategy. When you get the right strategy in place, you end up getting a lot better results. So this is the focus, the goal of our time together. The goal of our time together is that I'm going to be committed to giving you amazing practical ideas, like powerful content that's going to transform the way that you think and feel about your speaking. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is that you would commit to taking action on these action on these ideas. I don't want you to passively just listen to this content. I want you to take action. Now, the content or the context, should I say, of the first session today is about installing the mindset of becoming a confident and powerful communicator. And I'm gonna share with you the, the, the journey you need to go on and then some practical ways that you can become more confident. Session two that we're gonna be releasing is all about conversion strategies. So that's where I'm gonna be taking you through. In fact, we're gonna go through six strategies to increase conversion dramatically on your presentations without being pushy and salesy. That's session two and session three is gonna be unpacking the five stages of the speaking profit formula. So I'm gonna take you through the exact five steps you need to go through to build a highly profitable expert business using any sort of presentation, whether it be virtual or live. <clears throat> okay, so here's the challenge. When it comes to speaking, for many of you, you probably question the, the content or the value that you're bringing. Like, have you ever prepared for a presentation and just thought, I don't know if this is going to be valuable or, oh my gosh, I hope they don't judge me too much, right? And you come into your presentations, you come into your webinars and it's scary. It's overwhelming. You feel fear. For some of you, you feel really confused. You're like, okay, so what do I put in the presentation? Do I put everything I have in my course and then at the end, I kind of make this like awkward pitch and then hope that someone buys and then you do it and it doesn't work the way that you want it to. Or maybe you've ran a webinar before, done a presentation and, and you actually made an offer and you didn't get any conversions. So you got very low conversions compared to what you want. If you've felt ever like that before, I know exactly how that feels. I want you to know. I've been speaking for over 15 years now as a, in, as a content creator, as a professional speaker. And um, in fact, I don't know if you know, I'm actually certified as a professional speaker. It's called a CSP, 
uh, which is with the National Speakers Association. <laughs> it's a random little thing. Um, but you have to actually hit a benchmark in speaking to get that. So I'm a certified uh, speaking professional. Uh, and so the reason why I say that is because uh, I want you to know that I've done, I've done the work. I've done the rounds. I've done the reps uh, to know what it means to communicate powerfully and to, and to have people come up to you at the end and want to work with you. And so this is the opportunity that we have in this, in this workshop series. Number one is that when you learn to master the stage, what it gives you is number one, it gives you authority. And what's powerful is whenever someone is on a stage, whether it be a webinar or a live stage or any sort of stage, you position yourself as a trusted source because very quickly you start connecting and resonating with your audience. Number two is, uh, so first of all, it gives you authority, instant authority. It creates, makes you trusted. Number two, it creates connection. So you form these deep bonds with your audience, especially as you start to share your story and unpack the journey you've been on. Number, two, number three is income. In fact, from a stage, you can have scaled income. It's one of the most powerful ways to see conversions. Number three is that you can scale it up. In fact, my goal is for you to build a replicatable system. In fact, I was having a conversation with one of my students, her name's Verena, and uh, she was talking about how um, she's built a webinar using our formula and she runs it every month and she just posted in our group. She said she, she doubled her revenue since she, since she started using the formula. Um, and she said she's had consistent $51,000 months every single month over the last nine months. And so I'm just stoked for her because it creates transformation. Now, for me personally, uh, when I first started my coaching business, I really struggled to get clients. I had this big desire, this big, um, you know, feeling to want to make an impact, to want to make a difference. I, I was seeing some people in the industry and they were making great money. And, and from what I could understand, it was incredibly meaningful. And I know for me, when I had the chance to do a few coaching sessions, and at the time they were free coaching sessions, I just enjoyed it. I loved it. The problem was, is that I didn't have enough clients. I didn't have enough coaching sessions and, and I didn't have enough income to support the dream that I wanted to create. And I remember at that moment in this place of, you know, real like dissonance and feeling uncomfortable and frustrated, I had an opportunity to present at an event. Now, this was the first time that I'd ever spoken at a live event. And I wasn't a professional speaker at the time. You know, I'd spoken at, at college and at school, basically. That was it. And very poorly. And so this was like my first professional speaking gig, you could, you could say. It wasn't a paid one. It was just free. And I remember that evening, walking up the stairs and the event organizer, he comes out and he's like, Colin, you wouldn't believe this. Biggest event we've ever had in our history of our events. We've got 137 people in the room. And if you look around, you can see like there's this hustle, this bustle, this energy. And internally for me, I tell myself, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the worst news I've heard all day. Because in my mind, I just felt like I was going to look silly and stupid and be judged by the biggest audience they've ever had, right? It was like the worst news. And I mustered up the courage to do the presentation. My amazing wife was in the front row cheering me on. 
And uh, I did my presentation and I made an offer. And at the end, uh, with this offer, I didn't realize it at the time, but it was an irresistible offer. And so from the 137 people that were in the room, I ended up um, getting 125 of them to sign up for the offer. Now, the offer was a free offer, I'll be clear, but 125, right? A good percentage, like 90% or so of people signed up to it. Then I followed up with some discovery calls and some coaching. I ended up signing 12 coaching clients from that one presentation. So I literally went from zero coaching clients to 12 full-time paying coaching clients. So I, I was able to leave my, my job because I was working part-time at the time. I was trying to get the business going, right? I'm working part-time and I instantly, my, my income went from like zero, basically or a couple of hundred dollars it was, to about $8,000 a month, like right away. And then I had a call from a director at HP and, and he said, hey, Colin, I loved your presentation. Could you come and speak at our next training day? And that ended up having five and a half thousand people at it. That was my first paid speaking gig. Had the chance to travel around the world with HP. I've spoken at their global conferences, trained literally tens of thousands of their employees uh, and went through my methodology at the time. And at the time, I was teaching human performance, by the way. I was teaching career development, human performance, high performance, communication skills. So it was a little bit broad, but I was kind of teaching like human performance, high performance, right? But what was crazy was, is I look back and it was that one presentation that changed the trajectory of my entire business and my entire life. And from there, I started building on that, using presentations to grow my business. I used to speak for free at conferences, at breakout rooms. And I noticed that if I spoke for free about four to five times, I could generate a couple of hundred thousand dollars of work from just doing that. And this was before, by the way, before virtual presentations were a thing. Like this is before webinars were a thing. I think GoToWebinar was just starting up, but like they weren't really a thing yet, right? And so the power of this was first of all in the live experience and then it transitioned to virtual stages, webinars, virtual events, and they just completely changed the game for me and we were able to scale up to thousands and thousands of customers. And so, but it was this one presentation that changed my life. And now, I don't know if you know, but I, I have, I genuinely feel humbled because I've had the privilege of coaching the biggest names in the world. In fact, I'll be frank with you, before I moved to America, there were people who I'm about to mention that I was hoping I would meet someday. Like I was like, I hope that I get to meet them one day. That would be, that would be cool to be at a conference where they're speaking and me to be able to meet them. Guys, I've coached these people on their presentations, on their stories, and they've given me like video testimonials from the impact. So I recently coached Jenna Kutcher uh, she runs the biggest marketing podcast in the world, uh, the, the Gold Digger podcast. I coached her. I, I've coached Amy Porterfield the first time she sold from stage when she was selling a high ticket program. And I've coached her on some other speaking engagements as well. Anthony O'Neill, one of the most followed uh, people online. He's an absolute weapon. Got to coach him. Kerry Green, Female Entrepreneur Association. And I'll just stop there because it's like there's, there is more. But the reason why I share that is because I want you to know 
that you might still be in the beginning stages, just like I was when I shared this, that story, that transformational story. But whatever dream you have in your heart, whatever desire you have in your heart, the impact that you really truly want to make, it can be done. And I share that story is because I am a living example of pushing, accessing my potential. And that is why I'm doing this podcast. That is why I'm doing this training series is because I want to open up a door for you to walk through, to hear the stories of my students, of myself and, and so many other people of them walking into their potential and truly growing their business. So we've, we've understood the core idea. The core idea is that you are one presentation away from the breakthrough you want in your business. One. Now, that's the core idea that we're going to build on over this training series. So there are two types of stages you have to be aware of. The first type of stage is a online stage or a virtual stage. So you can use virtual stages like webinars, virtual events, virtual workshops, video streaming. These are all uh, like online summits. Now, if you think about it, wouldn't you agree that every single person in the industry uses one of those mechanisms to grow their business? Now, the reason why they use that is because they're so powerful because you get one-to-many impact, leverage, and influence. So the first type of stage is a virtual stage. The second type of stage is a in-person stage or an offline stage. And so that is a live presentation like a keynote. That is a workshop or you know a, an event. Now, this is something that you could either run or you could speak at someone else's event. I want you to know this is that I think it's personally better to focus on running your own events, running your own webinars, than even trying to be a, a paid keynote speaker. I've had experiences where I got paid a couple of thousand dollars to speak, and I also had the chance to make an offer at the event. And I got paid, I think it was like, there was one event I think about, I got paid $4,000 to speak, and I made an offer, and I made $92,000 from the offer. So what would you prefer, $4,000 or $92,000? For me, the value is knowing how to speak in a way that sells and to do it in a way where the event organizer invites you back, right? They're like, oh my gosh, that was so amazing. That was a win-win for both of us because usually we'll do some sort of profit share when I'm doing, when I'm speaking at someone else's event. But I want you to know that I've done both ways. Uh, typically, I was getting paid between ten dollars to $15,000 for a keynote when I was a paid keynote speaker. And I personally prefer not getting paid and actually being able to make an offer or, or, or some sort of next step, right? And so I want you to keep that in context. Some of you might want to be paid keynote speakers, but I just, I don't know, I kind of feel like the faster path is just running your own events, running your own virtual events. Like you can run a webinar for like a couple of hundred dollars and, and make great money. So that's the first context. The two stages, your offline, online. I wonder for you, what, what stage are you focusing on this year? Are you going to focus on offline stages, uh, creating small events, creating small experiences, or maybe even large experiences, depending on your audience? Or are you going to run virtual events or virtual presentations like webinars, live events, virtual meetings, things like that? Whichever you choose, I don't think there's a, you know, there's, there's a positive or a negative to both. They've both got challenges. They've both got incredible opportunities. 
In my experience, I feel like the easier one is the virtual event. And you, you, I trust you'll probably agree just because of the logistics of it. But I will say that the money you can make from a live event is truly exceptional. And we're going to talk about some examples of that and how that works. Okay. So let me unpack what I call the self from stage journey. These are the five stages that you get to move through. In fact, sorry, the six stages, <laughs> the six stages that you can move through to become a powerful communicator. Now I'm going to kind of skip through them because I want you to just get the overview of this model of this framework. And if you think about it, it's almost like a triangle. So there's imagine in your mind, picture a triangle and there's layers, like layers to a cake. And there's six layers that we're going to go through. And as I unpack this journey, I want you to be thinking about where are you on this journey? In other words, where are you noticing your focus, your time, your energy, maybe your capacity is sitting in terms of this specific model? So the first stage, the, the bottom level is where your focus is on yourself. Now, when your focus is on yourself, how do you think you're gonna feel? Like, how's your body, your visceral feeling gonna occur? When you're focused on yourself, you are gonna be in fear, in fear, right? You're gonna be in fear. Say it the Aussie way, in fear, right? You're gonna be in fear. You're gonna be in this place of anxiety, of concern when you're focused on yourself. You're gonna be asking yourself questions like, what will they think of me? Will they like me? Will they judge my content? Will I be good enough? Have you ever asked yourself those questions? I'll put both hands up. I know I have, right? The second thing with, with when you're focused on yourself, the impact that it has on the audience is that they actually are in a place of concern and worry for you. Have you ever been in an event where you notice the speaker's really nervous and you start going, oh my gosh, like, are they okay? <laughs> you start getting really concerned for them. That's, and you almost feel this concern, this worry, right? To, you're like, come on, you can do it. You can do it, right? So that's the first level, focused on self. The second level is what I call a focus on intuition. Now, I'll be really specific here. I'll make a distinction. I, I think that intuition is incredibly powerful. And I think that you should use your intuition for your decisions, for your business decisions, your strategic decisions, all that sort of stuff. Like I'm, I'm actually intuitively driven based on my personality. But I don't believe that using your intuition as the main guiding factor for building a presentation is the best way to build a business. The reason why I say that is because what I've noticed is people who just build their presentations based on intuition get very irregular, haphazard, unstable results. And so what happens is when you build a presentation on intuition, just what you feel, what you want to bring, what you want to share, sometimes it'll be amazing. Sometimes it'll be terrible. And what happens is the feeling you get inside of you is confusion. And so what happens is you'll be speaking, you'll be presenting and you kind of like get lost. If you've got lost in a presentation, it's because you don't have enough structure in place. And so it's what I call untrained intuition to, to be even more specific. And that is where you haven't had any sort of training in terms of presenting, creating ideas, crafting ideas and doing that well. And what happens is the impact on the audience is indecision. It's inconsistency. So maybe you do a webinar where, you know, you, you get 10 sales and then the next webinar you get one sale or you get no sales. 
And because you're doing different presentations all the time. And so there's this intuition that you probably shouldn't be using to build a presentation. Now, I think when you learn a framework, which comes to the third layer, which is structure, structure is the third layer. When you learn a framework, then you can start to bring your intuition into the framework. But I think you shouldn't start from intuition. That's just my experience. I think start from a proven framework, then you bring your personality, your intuition into the framework, and then it evolves over time as you do it because it gets more and more your style. <clears throat> so the third layer is structure. Are you getting this? So we've gone self-focus, intuition focus, third layer is structural focus. This is what a lot of people come to me for initially. They're like, Colin, I wanna learn how to structure the presentation. And we're gonna be going through that, by the way, in uh, session two and a little bit in session three as well. So make sure you catch those. But the feeling you get from structure is clarity. And it's a beautiful feeling. Like when you know exactly where, the, where your stories go, where your content fits, you, you have this sense of clarity. It, it, it has a professionalism about it. And so the impact on the audience is credibility. You have, once again, you have a professionalism, a credibility, a trustworthiness, because you have a logical flow in your presentation. But then you got to take it to the next level. The next level after structure is stagecraft. And stagecraft, which we're going to be going through in session three, by the way, stagecraft is your ability to use your voice, to ask questions, to use your physicality, your body, to use frameworks, to use your face, to use movement. It's, it's the engagement side of things. It's the ability to tell stories well. And what happens is when you get good at communicating the structure from the message, you feel confident. So the feeling you get is confidence and the audience, what they get is engagement. And so you're going to get great comments, great feedback, all that sort of stuff. The fifth layer, the fifth focus after stagecraft is audience. And this is when you realize you have the revelation that your presentation actually has nothing to do with you, even though it's your content, has everything to do with the audience. And when you focus on your audience, the feeling you get is compassion. You feel this deep sense of resonance with your audience. And the impact is that you get connection. You get this deep connection with your audience and they, they come to this conclusion that you understand them, you get them, you are like them and you can help them. And so when you understand audience, you focus on audience and you craft your presentation for your audience, everything changes. And the sixth level, the highest level, is when you're focused on purpose. Purpose, another way of saying this is, is focused on service. And so at the highest level is where you're focused on a sense of purpose in your life. And the feeling you get when you know why you're there, you know who you're talking to, and you know that you're ready to change their life is conviction. And do you know what sells more than anything? Conviction. Because when you have conviction in your purpose, it's the Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech. It's that conviction within you where you're communicating with clarity, with precision, but with depth, with conviction. And what happens is you get conversion of your audience into whatever your next step is. The right people who resonate with you want to take the next step. Is this making sense? And so I'll just quickly review those. And as I do this, I want you to think about where are you focusing on? Where are you focusing on? Where's your energy at the moment? Is it on self when you think about presenting? 
Is it on intuition? So when an untrained intuition at the moment, you're trying to like just put things in that you think are going to fit. Is it on structure? Maybe you've been working on your structure. Is it on stagecraft? Have you got to that level yet? Is it on truly understanding your audience and speaking their language, designing it for them, not for you? And at the highest level, is it, do you, have you tapped into that purpose yet, that deep purpose? Now, do you know what's interesting about this framework is that at the bottom level, it's very focused on like on the, on the who you're being, the intuition, the self, right? At the middle levels, it's focused on what you're doing. It's on the structure, on the stagecraft. And then on the top levels, again, on audience and purpose, it's actually moves back into being state again, right? And so what you can do is you can actually make a decision and say, you know what, I'm going to focus on my purpose. Now you can do that, but if you don't understand how to structure something, how to get the right stagecraft and how to build a presentation for the audience, you can have great purpose. But once again, you're still relying on intuition. You're, does that make sense? You, so you're going to see inconsistent results. And that's why... The strategies are just as important as the decision to focus on purpose. And so they're, they're the six levels. They're the six levels of building, uh, sorry, they're the six levels of the self from stage journey that, that, I, that, I, that we're going to be moving through today. In fact, I want to share a quick story with um, one of our students. Her name's Tiana. And um, she, I remember she said to me when she first joined Self from Stage Academy, she was like, Colin, I've tried so many different launch methods. I've, tr I've tried so many different like strategies and I can't seem to break through. Now she had, she had seen some progress. I think her biggest launch was around $30,000 she'd said to me at the time. But what happened was she truly went through that journey. She worked out what she was about. She worked out what, how her audience needed to understand her message. And she really tapped into the reason, the purpose and the core idea of what she was presenting. And what was cool was she used the whole framework, which we're going to go through in session two and three as well. And her first time that she used it on a webinar launch, she did $191,000. On her second launch, she did $297,000. And she went on from there. Imagine doing $297,000 in one presentation. Would, you, would that be good? <laughs> that, that's the reality. Like that's not just made up stuff. These are literally the reality of my students' lives or people's lives. And so let's go to the next level with how this looks. So I'm gonna take you through the four mindset mastery decisions. These are the four decisions you must make as a entrepreneur, as an expert, if you wanna be confident in your communication, confident in understanding what it truly means to communicate with conviction, power to get conversions. All right, the first big mindset shift you need to make is you have to understand what speaking really is. Because one of the challenges is that we, we grow up, obviously, and we go to school, right? And we associate teaching with speaking. So we, we see our teacher teaching maths, you know, science, English. Then we go to college maybe, and we see our teacher teaching philosophy or commerce or whatever it is. And we think that that is the way I need to teach when I go onto a webinar, when I'm trying to make an offer or trying to get clients into our program. And so what most people associate speaking with is teaching, information, content. Does that make sense? But this is the shift I want you to make. 
I want you to stop seeing speaking as teaching and start seeing speaking as selling. Now, what I, I wonder what comes up for you when I say that. You might even have like a visceral reaction of like, ooh, if speaking is, is selling or teaching is selling, then, ooh, that kind of feels a little bit uncomfortable. But I want you to hold this for a I want you to stay with me. Because if you understand what selling truly is, selling is deeply understanding your audience and communicating in a way that empowers them to take action. Think about it like this. What's the purpose of doing any sort of teaching, any sort of presentation, if the listener doesn't take action or take on the idea or take on the concept and actually use it in their life. What's the purpose of it? There is no purpose. Like it's like, it's a wasted time period, right? And so until you realize that speaking is selling and that selling is deeply understanding your audience and communicating in a way where your audience resonates with you, and feel motivated to take action, that is when things start, that start changing. You start moving from claps to starting to get clients. You start moving from getting nice comments on your webinars to getting commitment from the people that are on the, on the session. And the difference for me is push versus pull. What I mean by that is I think the old way of like selling is trying to push people into it. But for me, it's speaking in a way that creates a magnetic attraction. It's what I call infusion selling. And it creates a magnetic attraction towards increasing an authentic desire of the audience to want to take that next step, to want to work with you. Imagine you could do that. Imagine if you were able to speak in a way where you didn't just inform people about stuff, you truly created a magnetic desire of your audience to want to take that next step. How would that feel? So I want you to think about this. Are you teaching your ideas at the moment, like just teaching content, or are you making your content irresistible? And that for me is when you, when you realize that speaking is actually selling, you design your content so it creates a magnetic pull. Now, if you could speak authentically, and also move your audience towards your offer with absolute ease, how would that feel? I want you to feel it in your body. Imagine you could speak in a way where your audience naturally wanted to work with you. How would it feel in your body? I want you to associate with that. And finally, can you commit to start seeing or start viewing speaking as selling your ideas from now on rather than teaching you're selling your ideas and it's not pushy selling, it's magnetic selling, which is what we're going to get into as part of this process. Is this making sense? So the first shift you need to do is you need to see speaking as selling, right? So not, not teaching, not content. It's actually creating a magnetic desire for your audience to want to work with you. The second big shift, the second big shift, and it's very closely linked to the first one, but it's like the next step is that you need to now see selling as serving. I don't know about you, but I know for me, I've had different experiences of you know, being sold to, of buying something from someone and extremely different experiences. I know for me, I've had times where I bought something, like I bought like a phone 
from you know like a like a phone store back in the day. I think I bought like an old Nokia, and I remember just having this this dissonant. In fact, there was one story, and my wife will laugh at this. It was what's called an O2, and an O2 was one of the first kind of touch touchscreen things. And I remember buying it and just feeling like I made a bad decision. I was like, oh, I felt really bad about that, right? Have you ever made a decision like that? I know I've made a few decisions like that, right? But I felt like I kind of got pushed into it by some of my friends, by, by the sales agent, all that sort of stuff. And I regretted it. And on the other hand, I remember going to the Apple store and happening to wait about 25 minutes for a salesperson so that I could buy the next iPhone because I truly wanted the next iPhone. So the big difference was the first one, I kind of got pushed into it. The second one was I was attracted into it. And that for me is the idea that it becomes magnetic, right? Now, here's the distinction I want you to, I want you to make is when you view selling as serving, what it is, is essentially you're saying, for the right people who hear my message, for the right people who hear my message, if they commit to my offer, then I will be able to serve them on the next level. And isn't that so true? I mean, think about, think about any course, book, program that you have done that truly made a positive impact on your life. Have a think about it. Maybe it's an author, maybe it's a speaker, maybe it's someone that has truly made an impact on your life and you paid to experience their product. And that could have been a book, it could have been a course, an audio program. Think about that. Now imagine that that person, before they launched that thing into the world, said, you know what? I don't, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be salesy. I don't want to, you know what? Maybe I should just hold back. I, I, I don't want to sell because I don't want to like take money from people. Imagine that they held back and they actually didn't release that book into the world. They didn't release that course into the world. They didn't release that program into the world. Imagine what would be missing from your life if they didn't do that, if they held back. I know for me, hand on heart, I would not be living in America. I would not be running a multi-million dollar business if people along my journey had not written the books, had not created the programs, had not created the coaching programs, the masterminds that I've joined and I'm still in to this day, by the way, is that if people hadn't created those things, I would be nowhere near where I am right now. Now, here's the kicker. Are you ready for this? You are that person for your audience. In other words, you have got courses, coaching programs, books, uh, products, resources that are within you, that if you don't learn how to sell them, you are essentially ripping off your audience from experiences and them accessing their next level of potential, especially if your program is going to be a right fit for them. And so I want you to stop seeing selling as something that is icky or pushy or whatever. I want you to see it as truly opening a door to serve the right people in your audience on the next level. Now, this is the cool distinction, is that there are, there are two types of experiences with, with content. There is free content and there is paid content. And I actually think the free content is really important because you could say the free content is kind of like the dating experience. It's the getting to know you before you actually fully commit. 
And for me, the free content is working out, does this person have the values that I like? They don't have to have the exact same values, but it's like, do I, do I like them, right? Do they have the type of life that I want to live? That's number one. Number two, do they have the strategies that could get me the result that I want to get? No, that's number two. And then number three, do I feel this like deep resonance with them? Do I feel a connection with them where I'm like, I would like to learn from them and be like them. And if those three things align, then they potentially could be the next best step for you in getting the result that you want. Does that make sense? And so selling becomes serving when they commit to themselves and they go to the next level. I, I, one of my students, her name's Emma, and she actually had never sold from a webinar before. She'd done a little bit of speaking before, but she said to me, Colin, I've never sold from a webinar. She joined Self From Stage Academy and she implemented the, the Self From Stage system. She ran a first webinar and in a first webinar, she enrolled 10 students into a beta program. It's like a, like a pilot program, right? 10 students, she was stoked. I remember she posted in the Facebook group. She's like, Colin, I enrolled, enrolled 10 students. Then she ran another webinar and then a third webinar. And by her third webinar, she, was, she made $11,301 on, on her third webinar, right? Um, so she made that in, that, in that in the third one. And so within three webinars, she was making over $10,000 each presentation. And do you know what's cool? It was the same presentation. Like the same presentation just delivered over and over again, a few little tweaks, a few little nuances, and it just kept on building from there. And I remember she sent me this message. She texted me after it and she said, she said, Colin, the biggest thing is that I serve non-for-profits. And she said, the impact of what I do helps women's shelters, food banks, health charities raise money for their cause so that they end up impacting countless lives on and on. She's like, Colin, you teach me, I teach them, and then they impact countless lives. And she's like, it gives me all the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> For me, that's what this is about. Like, to be honest, that's why, that's why I do what I do is because I, I came to a point in my life several years ago where I realized that um, I wanted to empower content creators, experts to, to build presentations that got them clients every single time. And because I knew that that was the next step in my journey, because I wanted to elevate the 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 impact that I was making in my life. And Emma is just like, she's like the example of why I do what I do. So I love this. So selling is actually a service skill. When it's done the right way, I will say, when it's done the right way, selling is a service skill and that's what we're here for. So if selling was truly serving in your heart and in your mind, what would that enable you to do? Like how would you feel about making your offers if selling was truly serving in your heart and in your mind? And can you decide today, like from this moment, to make that shift, to go, I'm going to start seeing selling as a part of serving my audience on the next level. Because I will say this, you can only serve your audience to a certain level in free content. It's not saying that free content isn't valuable, but I'm saying there's, you can only serve your audience to a certain level with free content. And so when they buy something from you, that is their declaration of them saying, I'm committing to myself and I'm committing to the next level of my life and I'm going to be doing it through a system that you offer. Does that make sense? And so you have to see selling as serving to feel congruent to be able to do it and do it more effectively. So that is the second big shift. You ready for this? The third big shift. 
The third big shift to truly feel confident in your mission, in, in speaking and building your business is you have to make your purpose bigger than your fears. When I first started my coaching business, I was in a workshop and my mentor came up to me and she said, Colin, how is, uh, how's the workshop going? And I was like, amazing. And she said, how is your coaching business going? And now I'm, I'm standing there eating a ham, lettuce and cheese sandwich, right? And you can imagine me, I'm talking with her and we're having this conversation. Uh, and I said, oh, I love it. I, my coaching business is amazing. I love doing the coaching. And she says, she looks at me square in the eye and she said, how much money are you making? Now, at the time I was making a couple of hundred dollars. This was before I had that first presentation that I told you about, right? Uh, it was actually just before it. And I said, oh, I'm making a couple of hundred dollars a month. Kind of said it with like a giggle in my, an uncomfortable giggle in my mouth. And, uh, and she looks at me like dead serious. And she's like, you're making what? A couple of hundred dollars a month? And I was like, yep. And she's like, Colin, she said, you've got great training. You're getting good experience. You're, you know, you've got, uh, you've got value to bring to the world. She goes, how old are you? Now, I was 28 at the time, by the way, I was 28. I said, oh, you know, I'm 28. And she said, you, you want kids, don't you? And I was like, yeah, I really do. I really want kids. She goes, yeah, you're going to be 30 years old and you'll probably have kids by then. And you know what your kids will have to look up to? Nothing. That's what they'll have to look up to. Your kids will have nothing to look up to. Do you know what you are, Colin? You're a schmuck. That's what you are. You're a dead set schmuck. <laughs> No, as you can imagine, I've got a bit of ham, lettuce, cheese hanging out of my mouth by now. It's hit my foot. I'm in, I'm in complete shock. I've gone like white. And then she stops and she changes her whole like persona. And she says, Colin, I want you to go out and make $30,000 in the next three months. And I want you to call me personally. And she gave me her cell number then. And that was actually right before I'd done the presentation that I talked about at the start. And I remember doing my numbers after the three months, and I generated more than $30,000 in that next three months. I'd gone from a couple hundred dollars a month to making more than $10,000 a month. And what was mind blowing was I called her up and I said, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe it. I literally did it. And she's like, I know you did. You, you always had it within you. You were just letting all the stories of the past get in the way. You were letting your fears get in the way of the purpose that was on your life. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, I've had many experiences in my life where I had to choose the purpose of my life more than my fears. I had to step above the concerns that I had, the worries, the challenges that I was experiencing because I wanted to live a bigger life. So my question is, what are your fears? Like, what are you telling yourself right now about yourself? And what's the story that you're telling yourself? Is it that you're not educated enough? Is it that you're not qualified enough? Is it that you're not ready? Is it that you need to prepare more? Is it that you don't know if you're going to bring enough value? Whatever it is, can I just say this? It's a story. It's a story that you're telling yourself and it's stopping you taking your next step. It's stopping you stepping into your next level. I remember one of our students, her name's Jeannie. She's one of my favorite students. Uh, she's just incredible. Uh, and she is a dietitian, but she works with health practitioners. And she was totally new to the, 
like online course industry. She'd never like sold a course before or anything like that. And she came in and she designed a pilot program, which is what I always recommend if someone doesn't have a program. She designed a pilot program in the first month of joining. What she did is she launched it with a webinar. Now she got her first few people to join in a pilot program. She ran that for a couple of weeks. And then within about a month, just after a month, she relaunched it, similar webinar, but into the, like, the full proper product, right? She created a membership from this pilot program. Her first webinar into her, into her, in her, into her proper membership, she did $39,729, exactly. That's how much she made. Then, do you know what's cool? She kept on launching her webinars over and over again each month. And within the first year, she was already at $400,000 reoccurring. She was seeing a 63% growth rate month on month. It was just insane. Now, this is what's cool is, uh, I know you can't see it, but she sent me a text and I'll read it to it. Read it to you. And she said, she sent me a text. This was on um, Instagram. She sent me a photo of her Stripe account. And, and then underneath it, she said, yesterday was a $15,000 day, Colin. She said, my kids were like, damn, mom. And I reminded them that it's not about the money. It's validation for me. Every dollar is a vote that I'm doing something of value. So thank you for accelerating this process and sparing me years of struggle, Jeannie. How cool is that, right? Once again, that's the reason why I do this is so that people don't have to struggle. They don't have to have those challenges. They can actually move forward into the next level. And so my question is, are you done with listening to your fears? Are you done with it? Are you fed up with it? Have you had enough with it? If that's a yes, then, then I'm, I'm excited to go to the next level with you. What is, what is a purpose for you that's bigger than your fears? Bigger than the fears you feel? Is it because you wanna access your potential? Is it because you wanna be an example for your kids? Is it because you wanna finish your life well? Is it because you want to create opportunity for your next generation or for your generation? Is it just because you want to experience all of what life has for you? I know for me, the purpose that's bigger than my fears is getting to the end of my life, looking back on my life and feeling like I gave it, I gave it my all. Like I gave it the best shot that I could have and I didn't let my fears stop me from moving forward. Sure, I have moments. And in fact, the fears, can I say this? The fears don't go away. Like they still stay there. They just manifest differently in your body and in your mind. And so don't wait till your fears disappear because they're actually never going to disappear. What you have to do is you have to take action and then your fears start to go, oh, okay, that wasn't actually a real fear or wasn't actually a real thing. And then it starts aligning. You start going to the next level. Every single person that I coach at all the highest levels have said to me some version of, you know, I'm concerned about this. I'm worried about this. But do you know what makes them market leaders? Is that despite their fear, they do it anyway. And if you make that decision today, everything will change in your business and in your life. That's the third idea is make your purpose bigger than the fears that you feel. The fourth and final idea for our conversation today is this idea of stepping into your future identity. Now, what people don't realize is that to become a speaker, to become a business leader, a market leader, you must declare that first to yourself. 
You must declare it to yourself and decide that you're going to be that. No one is going to get a sword and knight you as a market leader until you decide to knight yourself as a market leader. And it's not about being egotistical or anything like that. It's this, it's this internal decision, this grit, this certainty of going, despite my fears, I'm going to be a leader in my industry. I remember I was sitting in a room several years ago, looking around, it was, it was in a, a coaching program I was involved in, and there was a few people in the room that were leading the market in their niche. And I remember looking around and thinking, wow, like they're pretty inspiring. They're amazing. And then I remember f reflecting on myself and just thought, gosh, when I think about it, you know, like they're not any better than me at the craft that they teach, but they've definitely made a decision to lead the market. They've decided to be a bigger version of themselves. And I remember I was sitting in that room thinking about what I wanted to do with my life and, and feeling how I felt and seeing this vision of going, what if I decided that I wanted to be a market leader? Like I wanted to lead the market. And even more than that, I actually made this decision is, I wanted to lead market leaders in the area that I specialize in. And there was funny at the time I was thinking about the animal of a whale, like the blue whale. And some of the language that I used to use or still use around people who are market leaders is that, you know, they're a, they're a whale in the industry, right? You've probably heard that saying. And I remember deciding, I remember saying, you know what? I'm going to be a friggin' whale. I'm going to be a whale in my industry, in my niche. And I remember making that decision and really getting clear on who I needed to be, what I needed to believe about myself, and even writing it out, the beliefs every single day about who I was as a market leader, a, a leader of market leaders. And I'll never forget the text that I got from Amy Porterfield after I had a conversation with her and we ended up deciding to do some work together on one of her presentations. Now, now Amy is just a pleasure to know, to work with. But can I say, she was one of those people who was on my list of, I would love to meet her one day. And I remember getting a text from her with a video that literally was her talking about her experience of working through my content and using my content and my process to sell her programs from a live event. This was a live event, the first time she ran one of her live events to sell from stage. And this was her words. She literally said, she goes, I followed Colin's step-by-step -step formula and I made over $450,000 selling on stage at one event. And the best part was it just felt so good. It felt authentic. It felt like me, right? It's, a it's part of a longer video, but I remember I just, just sitting back and going, oh my gosh, is this really happening? Like, did I just get a text from Amy Porterfield and she's talking about the content that I helped her with? It was so humbling and so like honoring um, to be able to have that experience. And the reason why I share that is because I had a dream of wanting to make an impact. And in fact, it was literally only several months earlier that I had decided that I wanted to be a whale. I wanted to be a market leader. I wanted to be a leader of market leaders in my specific area, right? And so 
the reason why I share that is because I think all of you, everyone listening to this, this podcast right now has a dream. You've got a dream to do something bigger with your life. You've got a dream to make a difference. And you've been letting your fears, you've been letting your concerns and your old stories stop you. And I want you to step into a new identity today. I want you to make a decision to go, you know what? I am going to be a leader. I'm going to step up despite my fears. I'm going to be a speaker. I'm going to be a communicator. I'm going to bring my message to the market on the next level. And when you decide that, everything changes. Maybe for some of you at a practical level, it's putting it in your bio. It's saying you're a speaker at the moment. I do change it up sometimes, but on my, on my Instagram, it says professional speaker, right? Now, I wrote that in my Instagram, or should I say, I wrote that in my LinkedIn, because this was before Instagram. I wrote it in my LinkedIn and on my Facebook before I was a professional speaker, by the way. I just declared to the world, I'm a professional speaker. And do you know what happened? People started to respond to me like that. And then they started to pay me. Then I started to grow. Then I started to develop and everything changed. So own your identity. Let's do a quick review of what we've talked about over this conversation. We've talked about the idea of the self from stage journey of those six levels from all the way from focusing on self all the way up to focusing on purpose and serving others at the highest level. Then we talked about the four mindset shifts that speaking is selling, selling is serving, is that you, make, you need to make your purpose bigger than your fears and you need to act from your future identity. And when you do that, everything starts to change. That's session one. Session one is all about your mindset, installing a market leader mindset to become a greater communicator from any stage. Session two, guys, which is going to be released in the next day or so, a couple of days, is going to be all about conversion secrets. I'm going to take you through the strategies of building high converting presentations and the specific strategies you can integrate to grow your business and to get clients on demand. And so if this has been helpful, by the way, make sure to leave a review. If you haven't left a review yet, leave a little review. Uh, love to love to hear any thoughts, any review from that. And then secondly, if you know someone who would find this series valuable, could you share this podcast with them? That would mean that would mean the world to me. That would be the biggest thing is if you could hit the share button and text one of your friends and say, hey, I reckon you should have a listen to Colin's series at the moment. Because by the way, this is going to be a limited series. I, I have a feeling we're not going to keep this up on the podcast. This is only going to be available for a couple of days, like seven to 10 days only. And so send it to someone right now so they can take a listen to it on the podcast version while it's up, while they can get access to it. So I'm excited to be delivering session two for you. Make sure to stay tuned, follow the podcast to make sure you don't miss out on anything. And uh, I'm excited to help you build high converting presentations so that you can make the bigger, a bigger difference in your life, make more money than you've ever desired and uh, lead the life that you really want. We'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. 
Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.